hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. Come to you this week with a harrowing, terrible tale of misery and gross, wanton madness from strangers. I had a bathroom experience that I'd like mm-hmm. to share with the class. <laughs> this is, I imagine Rod Sterling walking out in black and white in his nice uh, pressed suit, mm-hmm. and he just goes, Imagine a world yep. where a young man walks into a bathroom. This is not any ordinary bathroom. <laughs> this it's is not a, a this, stall He's about door. to go into the poopy zone. The poopy yeah. zone. <laughs> um, Tell me about your bathroom. This story. was a bathroom experience. So I was I was in my corporate workplace, which has shared bathrooms, mm-hmm. and um, so at the end of the day, I was I was getting ready to leave the office, and I was using the bathroom, and mm-hmm. as I was in the bathroom, a man walks in. Having mm-hmm. a conversation on the phone on speakerphone. No, oh, no, 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 no. On speakerphone entering the bathroom. At this point, he I'm the only one in the bathroom when he enters. He's fully on speakerphone. And the first line out of his mouth goes, yeah, do you think I have to contact the IRS about that? <laughs> I was going to make a joke of like, so anyway, you might want to contact your lawyer because they're saying that we're inside a trading. Like... <laughs> Literally, literally that energy. And the guy on the other end of the phone's like, yeah, you might want to contact the IRS. Tell your brother and your mom that you might have to get in contact with them, that there might be something to sort out. Man enters a stall, <laughs> sits down, still on speakerphone. I, I got something to sort out myself. <laughs> being, the pub- being the good Samaritan I am, knowingly uh-huh. cough to let him know, you're not alone here, sir. Just in case you, you were wondering. <laughs> Did you respond, hey, some coffin piece of shit is trying to disrupt the, I'm sorry, Jerry. No, so he I, responds by answering it to the phone. Yeah, so I'm going to get in contact with them and I'll let them know. But if, you know, if I don't take more than six or 7% out of the account, we should be good, I think. You know, I think that's probably right <laughs> under the bar. Uh-huh. Was the, did you hear the other guy? Horrible. or did they Horri- like a, a Horrifying sin I experienced just then. Did Did the other person on the line sound like one of the parents from the Peanuts? <laughs> oh yeah anyway no i could fully also- <laughs> i could fully hear both sides of the conversation this was loudly Jeez. on speakerphone hey you were in a private place well kind of <laughs> well, man doesn't take himself off speakerphone in the middle of the conversation does his does his dark bidding <laughs> does his like, dark bidding anyway you want you're gonna want to oh, you want to <laughs> talk contact them I, I think the number is Ooh, five, five, five. Oh, like did, dark <laughs> or was, or is it weirder for him to just like make no like no, indication no noise. of just like oh I'm ready for this I do this all the time I do this like, this is routine for I'm me this myself. is very normal. Um, at this point I am washing my hands and he proceeds to stand up. Toilet flushes. He's still on oh. speakerphone, so the person is fully oh. aware. If they weren't they already, the what was happening? They they must have heard the flush. I'm washing my hands. He gets up. He's an eccentric guy. Maybe he he has a flusher in his his office. I don't know. (laughs) For all the tax documents that we're defraudig, gotta get him something. Gotta put him on the toilet. (laughs) It's like how the CIA has like burn buckets everywhere. Exactly, flush buckets. (laughs) Every good tax evader has one. Uh, He gets up out of his stall, walks out, Mm. no hand wash, straight out. (laughs) Unbelievable scenes. The, the, there's also a uh, there's a janitor who who works in this building. He's been there for several years. I've seen him around. He and I at this point are the only two people in the bathroom, and he and I make firm eye contact <laughs> and, and sort of knowingly acknowledge to each other that we just saw the same. We just had a moment of shared. We experienced you that just, together. <laughs> you you are my brother now because we we've are, been through some tough times. We have been friends for um, 
basically a, a decade now. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever had a moment where it's like that level of closeness. Of, of looking each other <laughs> in the eye and knowing that you just experienced a traumatic event. You are. You have never. You have a psychic link to this right, person now, right? And you, you <laughs> if he's a bait, then you're gonna know. <laughs> and it. every time we see each other now, I know that he's gonna be sort of in the back of the mind, be like, "That guy, he and I, you there, know, we've been there, there together." Something... We didn't say anything to each other. We just sort of locked eyes. We, we were both facing the mirror, so we both looked mm. in the mirror at the other person and locked eyes through the mirror, and we we're like, "Yep." It's. I love those moments when you realize that the other person's on the level, and yeah. you're like. This is funny as fuck, right? Like, right, 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 right. It's weird. Right? Where you both know, like, I'm not the weird one. The other person is yeah. the weird one. We're normal. Did you see that? Did you, Did you listen? That? Like, you and, and then they were just like, my man. Like, <laughs> you know, I bet that's, uh, yeah. that janitor has some stories to tell about buffoons in the bathroom. I bet, I bet this. He probably in the back of his mind was thinking, another one, huh? Another another time, huh? I've only been a janitor here, janitor Rod <laughs> Sterling, for about three months. But the mysteries the horrors that i've seen in this bathroom <sighs> make a man weep <laughs> make a man make a man weep man <laughs> but anyway you know what every single uh public employee in segment city is on the level they sure are they they're cool they're hip mm-hmm. and and uh you know what the ice cream truck if you run after it it'll stop wow that that's actually a that's state unique. mandated. Wow. <laughs> it's it's a law. That's on <laughs> that's the books. It's a law. Yeah. Uh my name is Will Kane and I am I'm the renegade ice cream truck mm. man who just likes to ride and see people run after me like uh-huh. I want SpongeBob gumball eyes. <laughs> Please None just the you. Spider-Man pop. Just one. <laughs> and I'm Theosopakos and I'm the janitor for the stars. Oh. This is a podcast in which Theo and I we get all the good things from the internet. We dumpster dive our way through the internet. We package up all the best parts into segments like this first one that we're going to do, which is Will's st- Stupid Thought. But this is an, an outsourced thought. Oh, wow. You're this, not even doing was, your own job anymore? Some no, people. <laughs> Listen, I've gotten to the point where I don't even need to think for myself anymore. Whoa. Uh, so <laughs> this is, I had a friend who uh, said to me, this question that I posted on my Discord led to a, like, I forget how, it was, like, embarrassingly long. It was, like, an hour-long discussion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he presented the question to me, and I'm going to present it to you. It's a question. Okay. Listeners. All right. Or It's really a statement. Um, there are only two types of men in this world. And I got to say, that's a great start to a thought. Okay, I'm preparing <laughs> myself. I'm preparing to be on one side of the fence. There are men who have tried to suck their own dicks and then there are liars <laughs> according to my and then there are liars and then there are liars now this was said mm. in front of his fiance and my girlfriend <gasps> and the look of horror on their face <laughs> was like it was ooh cuz there's sometimes i feel like women don't like will sometimes look into the void of of men's like absolute depravity depravity 100% <laughs> yes and will go oh it's like, staring oh, back God. at me i don't like that i was looking like, straight back at me and making eye contact but the reality is you and I, Theo, we're the men that are staring back. We're the depths of the depravity. <laughs> we're the because, depravity. Well, actually, that that is a, oh, the no. question goes to you. Oh no! <laughs> I I will lead off be, mm-hmm. with my answer that I they I feel like it was an accepting answer or accepted answer, I should say. Okay. That somebody did pose this to me, like the the concept of sucking your dick, which is not physically possible unless you like remove some ribs, by the which, way. Which, um, when I was going to say this, but may as well say it now, everyone in middle school, every boy in middle yeah, school the, had heard of some, some celebrity somewhere who had had this operation <laughs> done. And this mysterious individual was able to perform this act one, upon themselves. I've, I have heard, I have to say, so a weird sidebar, this is a weird thing to hear. But I feel like it sounds true. I don't. I wouldn't want to suck my own dick because people who, no. who have said it feels like sucking dick more than having your dick sucked. <laughs> like, and I feel like that's true. People but who have, all of yeah, people the, are the many, freaks, the many yeah. people who have done this. I heard just in middle school that it was uh, Johnny Depp who was able to do this, just because that's the rumor that was going <laughs> around yeah, at the time. The, I mean, you know what? 
of all the celebrities, yeah. he's the one that's everyone like, was like, maybe. In, in, I, I in feel like school, Johnny Depp would even like, be like, I could have. <laughs> certified freak. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, so the answer I gave was, I did it reflexively the same way the, like if somebody says you can't touch your tip of your right. nose with your tongue right you immediately and the person who i said that to in the room immediately went to try to touch the tip of their nose it, with it, their tongue and i said see reflexively right, like exactly I do, like, I, I think, right you can't help yourself but to be like go, i gotta know my I limits gotta try, i gotta see if i could like bend over that much. gotta know like, your it's limits really a challenge right to, to bend over that much <laughs> you immediately so discover I, that it's like nowhere close it's not even and it's not it's not fun. Like it's, you immediately go out. Like you, like, you bend over enough that you go. No, no, yeah, your spine like, and ribs complain immediately. It's like yeah, curling up. Go, I don't know. It's just like curling up into an even tighter ball, which I don't know. Painful. It's it's also you are also a, a thinner guy, mm. and so as a a person who has fluctuated in weight, there is times that I've even bent over while sitting in a chair to like tie my shoes and been like, why am I running out of breath? Like, this, <laughs> Just is, compressing this is, your lungs down. I feel yeah, that. I, like, oh, I, I bend over to tie my shoes and I'm like, my legs, why won't they bend like this? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to, so technically for me, he's technically right. <laughs> I'm not lying about he it. Might but it's right. not he might be right. He might be right about I, all of humanity. Because the reason, it, he didn't provide reasoning. You, and I think that like, how did this come up into this individual's mind? Is I would psychoanalyze in, that in his mind. You know, he's kind of a mean lord, so he. Uh, I feel like that's a, he has a separate friend group that I don't want to get involved oh, with. We don't want to talk <laughs> about them. No, 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 no. Do you know what I do want to get into? The next Your segment. next segment. There yeah. it is. This one comes to us, of course, from the takeout. Thank you, as always, to the takeout for providing such good, good content. And this mm. week is a monumentous week because the KFC Double Down is back to cause <laughs> mayhem, baby. Okay. It's back. I, I I would momentous, I gotta say, kind of denotes good. momentous. Technically, it's a neutral term. It's kind of like, like the term awesome, where if you d- dissect it, it's like, yeah. It, you're f- I think awesome would be like, like because you're full of being awe. struck like, by yeah. awe. Yeah. Yeah, struck by well, awe. Exactly. <gasps> Even if it's like seeing Cthulhu. Like, that's. An well, because awesome you think experience. of like awesome and awful, they're both of awe, mm. right? Mm. Yeah. But this is, I don't think this is a great. <laughs> this, this is, is probably not good for the wasteland. Okay, this is one for the books. After nearly mm. a decade of absence, the Double Down sandwich is finally coming back to KFC restaurants nationwide. For those of you who have somehow managed to wipe it from your memory, let us remind you that the Double Down consists of bacon, cheese, and mayonnaise sandwiched mm. between two fried chicken breasts fillets instead yeah. of bread. It is, in my opinion, sure that- one of the most ballsy f- fast food concoctions <laughs> ever created. And on March 6th, which is today as of recording, you'll be able to experience it for yourself once more. Ballsy, huh? Ballsy. The, <laughs> they didn't. No one else. Uh, on no one else big, had the the, the, the chutzpah to do it. No one else could fucking do this but us. Who's better than us? Who's got Who's more chicken brave, than us? Brave enough to have two pieces of chicken and then add in lubricating mayo <laughs> to the middle. Who's willing of it to put a, sl- to make a slip sloppy. and slide between their chicken to see it slide apart? I like that they're just like. This trauma is so ingrained into our collective unconscious. How could you forget? How could you forget? Like, it? That's how they began Iconic, like, iconic trauma. In case you didn't uh, just get traumatized when yeah. you're <laughs> ten years ago. In case you managed managed to willfully block it out. Here's a b- brief history. It's hard to overstate the impact of the KFC Double Down had on pop culture when it was released. It initially debuted in, uh, in 2010 and made waves in the media and led to quotes like quote. Whoa, look at all that grease being pl- published in the name of journalism. <laughs> the fact that they, like, like how people do like uh, little things for like political <laughs> candidates or like, uh, like, oh, let's bring you up to date on Elon Musk. Let's yeah. bring you up to like, they're doing, <laughs> let's give you the whole scoop. Why we people don't know about like the life of Abraham Lincoln and now they're hearing about the the history of the double down like history. history. Yeah, we don't know about the fall of Rome, but we can tell you about the fall and then re-rise of the KFC double down. Yeah. It stayed on the menu consistently until its removal in 2014, and the internet has, surprise perhaps unsurprisingly, been clamoring for its return ever since. We even tried to mm. fill the void with alternative concoctions in the meantime, but there really is no sandwich quite like it. Quote, the Double Down is one of the most buzzworthy, buzzworthy fast food menu items ever, said Nick Chavez, KFC U.S. chief marketing officer in the press release. 
After nearly a decade of people begging for its return, we're embracing <laughs> we're embracing Please. the chaos, bringing back our most iconic sandwich ever for just four weeks. They're embracing the chaos. Please, sir, I'm I have a gluten intolerance. It's all I could eat. <laughs> I hate it's to tell you, but it is a breaded crust. Oh fuck! Oh, that fuck. explains a lot. I thought it was just diarrhea. For <laughs> that explains my body. KFC. Oh no. People have been like, <laughs> like this altar to the, like the colonel. I'm imagining just like a gigantic like Aztec altar, and everyone's like praying. <laughs> Double down. Double <laughs> down. <laughs> I'm not sure my body, or anyone's for that matter, is ready for this thing. Back in the day, the chicken breast fillets were fairly modest in size, but the revived version will feature the giant chicken breasts no. currently found in KFC's chicken sandwiches. The you kind made fashionable <laughs> in the years <laughs> since the Double Down's retirement, but the Popeye's chicken, by the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And there's a picture of these chicken breasts, and they're freaking meaty, dude. Are they're they like big steak size? <laughs> you know the Wegmans family pack? And the size of the chickens, the chicken breasts in what there. A, what a extremely specific. What a niche for me cut. Reference. Yeah, yeah, right. It's any breast, any like yeah, big. Oh, so big fucking breasts. The big yeah. fucking ones that they're like. Jesus. Yeah, they're basically gonna graduate to the foot long of chicken sub level. Next. This is like this is. I accept that for like a, a chicken parm because that's the meal. You get uh-huh. one of those for the meal with some pasta. Uh huh. This is two with some some. This is two plus plus moss. Also, the boldness of them bringing up people's bodies, being ready like it's not for human consumption. This is like it's, this, it's this not is not good for no. This bodies. is a byproduct. Yeah, exactly. The fact that they're even like you you think that they would avoid that bringing up the health benefit like our health detriments as much as possible <laughs> but they're immediately like listen you're gonna get diabetes but you're gonna love it don't wouldn't you you're gonna piggy? love it like, you're gonna freaking love it. Uh, so anyways, if you or anyone you love wants to overdose on sodium and grease, uh, <laughs> you can get it for the next four weeks, apparently. And oh, me, me, see, I'm, I would love to. me, me, myself, I'm, I'm genuinely conflicted because I do, I do love a good chicken sandwich. The problem here oh, being there's is... no, there's no, it's not a sandwich, there's... is it? Is this a it's sandwich? It's two pieces of, it's two pieces, of, I mean, what? Technically, a sandwich is you call it what it it's between in uh, what's the in between thing. So this is like a, a bacon, a cheese, and mayo sandwich. Yeah, with buns that are chicken. Like right, but 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 no one ever says. <laughs> I, I guess you could when you go to like a deli, you could be like, "Oh, I want a ham and cheese on a bulky roll." Right. So I guess there is some room yeah. here where you could you could define the bread. But you terms. can't go on a breaded chicken bread. Like, you can't. Hi, can you get roast beef with roast beef also as the bread? <laughs> like, yeah, could you sub- <laughs> right. Could you sub in that sloppy Joe mix for bread? So it's just like two loose pieces of meat in between yeah. sloppy Joe mix. Is that a thing? How about some thick cut pastrami? Maybe uh-huh. that's, that's kind of, that's like how, how thick are we talking? Right? <laughs> We're talking <laughs> full inch. We're talking enough that it's going to fall apart immediately. Yeah. Your fingers get all nasty, and you have to go to the bathroom and wipe, wipe, rinse them off afterwards. Theo, is this avant-garde? Fast food cannot, by definition, be avant-garde. avant-garde. I refuse that. Pre- <laughs> I refuse that premise because it's so ingrained mm. in pop culture that it can't. It can't. There, I mean, people talk about like death of the author. It doesn't matter what the author or creator technically thinks. But I do think that the intention is involved. And I think they don't have like, it's not a subversive, like, look at how far we've come or gone, really. Come implies that it's a good thing. Right. <laughs> how far we've gone. Right. <laughs> far down look this at hole. us. Look at us. We never believe where we would be now. Yeah. <laughs> look at us. 10 years ago, they said it couldn't be done. But here we are. Chicken sandwiches. There's. But there's no sense of irony. There's no sense of that they understand the creation that they've made. Right. They're fully lost in their own mayo sauce on this on the sandwich. I think to answer also your question, it can't be avant-garde because this this had to be focus tested, right? And I don't think anything that's focus tested mm. is avant-garde. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There, yeah, it's, d- technically is by the masses. This is right. a right. poison that we've put upon ourselves. Right. 
We're, we are, they are we, just we, we did not we did we not want. elect our representatives they were chosen for us and i mm. i think this is horrifying we should elect listen anybody who's in a focus group for kfc we should get a say we should get to elect them what are their qualifications <laughs> what's their platform do they want this more is... chicken do they want less chicken do they want pickles do they want spicy are we uni- unionizing? The, like, I want to break up the big structure? chicken conglomerates. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh the chicken wars have, have taken their toll, and now we gotta yes. like divide Germany into exactly. the chicken Germany or whatever. I think we're maybe go- looking a little too far into this. I think we're. Not I think maybe. Mm, that's fair. I do. Mm. <laughs> I did think about. I. I the concept that this is like a, a CIA psyop, but then I was like, no, no. What would the no, end goal I think be? This Just is to fatten stupid. America? Yeah. <laughs> we've already done yeah. that. We've done we've done that successfully for forty years. I think I keep trying to be like, maybe there is something is beyond. It, is this something? Is there something here? No. Is there something here? And then I keep running into the fact that it's so fucking stupid. It's, <laughs> like, it's so fat dumb. and just stupid, <laughs> and it's dumb, and I hate it. Well, you know what I hope isn't dumb and stupid and then we don't hate it is what that would be your next segment. This is the literal perfect next segment. Tell me. And this is, I'm going to say for uh, KFC focus group members. This is from. (laughs) I'm going to say it for all the listeners out here who (laughs) elected this sandwich for us. Uh, This is from Good Housekeeping, which I get all my news from. Yeah, of course. And all my how tos. Okay, how you how to segment how to I because the last uh, we did a a how to take a nice bath, mm-hmm. and now uh, like we've said before, it's kind of ruined my algorithm because now I'm starting to click on these things, um, and so this is an expert's guide on how to quit anything. How to quit anything? Anything? Any <laughs> anything? Ooh, mm, that's anything. quite the, big. That's quite the range. I want to so quit gonna... chewing this piece of gun versus I'd like to quit using heroin. That's mm. a lot of range. <laughs> it's kind wow. of zero to 100. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, and I'm going to say, KFC, uh, focus testers, this is maybe, for you. Yeah, maybe you should quit being jerks. This is an article by Stephanie Dolgoff. So that's who you can blame. Um, it's from <laughs> June 7th, 2021. So I think we were still in the pandemic, like people going fucking crazy. Um we are here to help you make a change that will set you on the fast track to happier, Whoa. which is I I hate that. <laughs> Whoa! I you know what I hate more is that she starts the article with italics, so over it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Everyone has at least a couple of things that spirit sucking job, a toxic friendship, or a personal <laughs> habit. Thinking gonna, to death of... <laughs> they're going to talk us out into quitting our jobs, and then we're going to look around and be like, wait a minute. They didn't They didn't teach us how to quit getting a paycheck every week. Wait a minute. Just, <laughs> they just ruined all your dopamine sources. Yes. Um, in parentheses, thinking things to death are snarfing sugar, which I'm going to say Okay, all right. Snarfing. All right. I can't that's take it I, seriously already. That's what I say when my cat is sniffing things. I'm like, he's really snarfing that flower. Like, you can't say snarfing sugar like it's about to be criminalized. Also, for are you, if you're snarfing sugar, are you going to quit and become hap- happier? If you're snarfing that sugar, you're probably in a pretty good sp- place. The best way to be happy is to only eat boiled eggs. <laughs> There's no other way. If you eat just raw kale, that's happiness. Can, that's bliss. <laughs> the only time you're not going to be happy on the toilet. Anyway, um, but then you can just quit being on the toilet, and it's fine. Yeah, you just quit anything. You can quit anything you at quit any point. Anything. You're in the middle uh, of that. You're, you're in the middle of that post two chicken sandwich KFC bathroom time. You know what? You can, you know what? Please that's something let I me out of here. I'd love to quit being on the toilet, please. But then there's the person that goes, I can't quit you. And it goes right back to right to <laughs> eating it. it. Uh, it's not a new slash, but change, whether it's a tiny tweak or a major shift, is hard. Change it is just hard. is. Change can be difficult because the reasons we engage in many of our habitual behaviors are often outside our conscious awareness, says w- Wendy Wood, PhD, and also probably Marvel super uh, superhero. <laughs> uh, a social psychologist at the University of Southern California and author of Good Habits, Bad Habits. 
Also, I'm not going to, you know what? I don't want to listen to like how to be feng shui from somebody from Southern California, from a social psychologist. <laughs> listen, from, uh, I'm from Boston and I'm angry. You don't get to tell me how to all live. All the time. We had a friend who the visited. The only from, key to happiness here is Duncan. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had an entire business call with somebody from like, we were just like shooting the shit with uh, some uh, of my team members. And so they're from Florida. And they, they asked us, is Dunkin' Donuts good in Massachusetts? Because it's not here. And we said, <laughs> what, no. <laughs> what do you think? It's going to be fresher at the source? No, <laughs> our tastes are just worse here. It's it is uh, cotton candy in the shape of a donut. Is yes. <laughs> donuts there? They are not filling. <laughs> um, anyway, so the science behind why you keep repeating this habit, our behavior, quote, doesn't have anything to do with whether you want to do it. She explains. I think you know what that's, I'm going to say. That's, that is actually a huge part of it. <laughs> huh. So wait, you're telling me this article is trying to absolve me of any responsibility for my bad habits, and you're trying to prove otherwise? Are you saying? That this article might be very be duty caca, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rather, we have automatic reactions to little cues we're not aware of, like biting your nails whenever you drive. Which I'm gonna say that's a terrible. That's a terrible. <laughs> Anytime you drive, you're so fucking hey, stressed. We're like, <laughs> you're supposed to have like, two hands on the wheel. What are you doing? That? <laughs> just both hands, just like like, like you're shaggy in a haunted house. Just like absolutely. I got a merge off. left. Oh no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> to certain contexts, movies equal Twizzlers, even if they're stale. And I'm gonna say there's nothing worse than a stale Twizzler because they're already, you know, what they kind of come out of the listen, package stale. We've had some hot takes on this show. Well, yeah. I'm telling you now that might be one of the hottest yet. People love stale Twizzlers. I know people love Twizzlers, and I'm here to tell you that they are just weird plastic. I'm I'm on board with the, our, us repping this opinion as a podcast. I also okay. think Twizzlers are not very good. I just think we <laughs> might get some blowback. <laughs> I, I love I'm that fine to take a stand. You've made such fucking bold claims of like, anyway, no children on subway. <laughs> and you've never apologized before that. Anyway, children need to like, leave the house by 5 whoa. p.m. so I can get some fucking sleep. Hey, Will, you might want to back off because Twizzlers the fucking Twizzler mob is going to And don't get me you. started on the Red Vines crew, all right? They're oh, coming from the throat. They're an entirely different. They're a cult. They're just like, Red Vine, Red Vine. <laughs> or your life is set up in a way that it's just too easy to keep doing the things you're trying to stop. Your problematic friend lives next door and you see her all the time. There's just not enough friction, as Wood calls it, to give uh, you a chance to make a different decision. Your house is right next to the Oreo factory, and they just keep delivering Oreos because <laughs> they think you're the president you keep, of the Oreo Corporation. It's just like, you keep, stop. You keep going back to your your <laughs> chocolate factory job, but you <laughs> like uh, the classic scene in uh, I Love Lucy, the conveyor is going too fast, so you still have to eat all the chocolates, <laughs> and then that only ruins your diet. You replaced your water boiler with a chocolate tank, and now only chocolate comes out of your faucets. It's too easy. <laughs> this is, What is this, a Cracker Barrel? or What, <laughs> what is the place that has the chocolate fountain? Ugh. That's like someone's vision of the future. Like, in the future, we'll have chocolates coming out of our fountains. <laughs> You're like, what a terrible future. Like, that sounds horrible. I just I, want water. That's like the, the 50s. Or that's probably like a 1930s, <laughs> like, in the Dust Bowl era. Just like, and they'll have chocolate in every room. <laughs> Did you ever watch the Everybody Hates Chris episode where he's like trying to he's trying to like work the school government, the school council or whatever to like get a very modest change through and they like mm -hmm. won't let him fucking do it. And then this other guy who's like the jock comes in and gets elected and his whole campaign was that he was going to make Kool-Aid come out of the water fountains. And then like the final <laughs> shot, he presses down on the water fountain and Kool-Aid comes out and the guy's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's literally a plot point in the movie Mr. Deeds with Adam Sandler. Is he so rich that somebody installed a water fountain that like did chocolate milk or something? Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, I mean, water fountains are kind of gross, and I feel like it's the sugar would just get block sticky it up. and gross. Um, so I also love. I think this is more on the uh, author of this. I feel like this person is just kind of ditzy and is like, "Okay, this is I'll quicks. go ahead with anything you say." Like if you if you don't have any friction in your life, you just kind of become old and then you <laughs> die. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. But because we keep, quote, failing at our resolutions to quit whatever it is, we rationalize our failures, which only keeps us 
even more stuck. You know what's worse than your hmm. friend who did, took like Psych 101? <laughs> Is a like, person I, who heard somebody right. who took Psych 101 and they're trying to psychoanalyze <laughs> you based on what they heard. Like, because she, she's not the expert. The explanation of being like, you rationalize your behavior is like, yeah, of course I don't fuck. I do. Like, <laughs> if I was eating chocolate, I was like, I have no idea why I keep doing this. Why, why does this keep, keep happening to me? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's because you only eat chocolate. Anyway, the doctor says I have scurvy, but I said, I'm not a pirate. <laughs> and so I can't possibly. Uh, quote, people say I must really wanted to do it or it's what I've always done. So it must be the right thing, adds Wood, which is, I mean, those people are morons. Like, people if, are you, great if somebody morons. said that to doing? me in, my, in their real life, I would go, huh? how do you live? Like, how do you, you have do to you, change. Do you still, time. do you still use diapers? Cause it's what you've always done. Cause you yeah. never changed. It's always been inefficient like this. Like <laughs> anyway, uh, these little stories we tell ourselves, plus the fact that familiarity, say in a sucky job, can feel safer for, than an unknown future. It can make quitting something, even if it's uh, if you really, really want to, super tough. That's why we're here, and we're here to sell you stuff. Oh, jeez. To help you get out Wait, of Wait, is this a product mode. pitch for something? Well, here's the thing. So, well, I'm about to get to a plot twist for you. Uh Quote, your environment is encouraging your behaviors you've repeated in the past, even after you made a decision to change. Be aware of that. We can, uh, that can be aware of that can help you rethink things and figure out what in this environment that is keeping me doing this. Like we're automatons that just like, (laughs) I keep eating chocolate because I see my favorite chocolate lamp. Like This is is like how I assume that the heads of these fast food food corporations assume that everybody operates. It's like, well, you know, they can't make decisions for themselves. We show them the chicken sandwich and they will compulsively (laughs) buy the chicken sandwich. It sells itself. Now, here's the plot twist. They don't actually tell you how to quit anything. Oh. They have categories and we're gonna pick one and oh. we'll do it next time <laughs> oh <laughs> so it's how to quit anything but the, wait so they do they have they categorically represented I will, ev- everything I will every apparently everything can be put into nine categories that are each broken into like each it's like three by three mm-hmm. yeah so the the first thing is habits how to quit uh nail biting for good so we're gonna start with nail biting <laughs> all right <laughs> which is common that's hey that's you have to cover how to quit anything? That's a pretty Th- that's narrow one of the scope. Nine. That's, a pre- that's one of the nine is nail biting. You only have eight more things to quit. Yeah. You only have eight more categories Everything. to quit. <laughs> to quit anything? That's anything. an egregious waste. How to quit overeating. Uh, how to quit sugar cravings. Which I feel like is uh, goes with overeating. All right. We're down, <laughs> to, kind of down to seven. Some tendencies. Uh, how to quit being jealous. All right. How to quit being angry. Mm. How to quit being lazy. How, to, you know how do I quit? This link later. How do I quit being lazy? Huh? How to stop being a lazy piece of shit? Right. And these are hurdles in your life. How to quit a friendship? Mm. Please, I'm gonna say let's not do that one because I feel like that would be foreboding to the podcast. You think so? Maybe it would only make <laughs> us stronger because we could do the reverse uh, of whatever it says. The only we've already established the only thing that could make our relationship <laughs> stronger down. is if, if somebody is talking in a bathroom on the speakerphone. And we both <laughs> oh, what's happening? We, oh, this is. <laughs> we're, are we better friends because we had oh, <laughs> this experience? Oh. Uh, how to quit overthinking? You know what? I think I need that. And how to quit your job like a pro? How to quit your job like a pro? Like a that means it's a prof- like a prof- the definition mm-hmm. of a professional is someone who gets it's paid to get do, to do something. <laughs> so they're getting mm-hmm. paid to quit their job. That's yeah. highly a suspect. If you job hop enough, technically that might be true. Yeah, maybe if know. you have accrued vacation days, you're getting paid to leave. So I mean, we we're probably going to do more than one of these. But yeah. which one piqued your interest the most? I got to know how to quit a job like a pro. Are you kidding me? Okay. So we will get to that next time, next episode. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. But now, if you want to be a better stay... person and learn <laughs> things, I mean, this Theo, I can we talk about our marketing strategy? I don't think we want to add moral relativism. <laughs> to How to quit listening person, to a but... podcast? Is that our next segment? <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Right now, <laughs> right now. But anyway, let's go on to your next segment. My next segment is 
a deep dive into the into truly the worst the worst the internet has to offer will the worst mm, people that's, oh, this, that's these are that's posts not good. Not, these are posts from r slash am i the devil which are reposts <laughs> from other from am i the asshole where these people were so so, so derided <gasps> that they made it onto the the worst of r slash am i the devil the the question itself is very funny on its face. Yes, am I the devil? Guys, people keep <laughs> saying that I'm the fucking devil. I just got I'm all red, I guess. I keep I summoning horns, demons. Like, uh, am I the devil? But like, that's just name calling. People have been calling each other the devil for it's just rhetoric. Uh, and I think that we need to reframe the devil narrative. It's now, woke, it's we, really well, it's really woke culture that's killing. That's what, yeah, it's really right. killing me. You know. It's wokeism. I, I, I watched an entire last week tonight segment about DeSantis. I don't need to hear more about, <laughs> about woke that culture. Word. Okay, yeah. good, good. Uh, okay, so we have a, a collection here. The first Ooh. one entitled, Am I the Asshole for Expecting My Girlfriend to Be More Flexible for Me? I, 33 okay. male, and my partner, 36 female, have been together for two and a half years. We live about mm-hmm. 50 minutes drive apart, but living in Sydney, that's not a huge distance for locals. I admit that she has done the majority of the travel to me in our relationship because she has a teenage daughter at home, so it's just better if we stay at mine more often. Last Mm -hmm. week, my partner had breast surgery. It was a fairly major surgery, and we expected her recovery pain to be pretty high. I asked her to come to my house to recover because I work full-time, and it's only 20 minutes to my home from my work. She has insisted she would rather be in her own home because her home is more comfortable with her own bed, her familiar homey things like around her, her friends mm-hmm. live close by, and she has air conditioning, currently summer in Australia, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I picked okay. her up from the hospital, took her to her home, and stayed with her for the first night. The next day, I went to work and took the keys to her building so I could let myself in after work because getting out of bed to answer the door would be difficult for her. So far... We're doing yeah, fine. Everything seems, yeah, so far, I'm, we're doing this, fine. I'm very surprised that this is like going to be a devil story. How it's going to take a take a sharp turn. I finished yeah. work at 5 p.m. that day, and the thing is, I am on a training program and the gym at the gym, so the gym mm-hmm. is very important to me. She knew she I knew she was home from midday that day, and she called me from bed telling me she couldn't get out of bed and was stuck in her on her back because of the pain. She hadn't been oh. able to use the bathroom in nearly six hours. Her friends couldn't get into the building because it's a security building and her daughter was at an event and I had the keys. Mm -hmm. I decided to go to the gym after work, but before going to help her. I was at the gym. (sighs) When I was at the gym, she called me to tell me her neighbor had managed to get into into her home to help her out of bed. She was a bit embarrassed because she doesn't know her neighbor very well and she had to get get help getting in the toilet. When she heard I was in the gym... He went well, to the gym? Oh, I thought you said that he went home before the gym. No, I was like, he went oh, that's to, reasonable. He, went to, he the, went to the gym? And she called while he was at the gym. Hi, honey. Oh, what the fuck? You're at the gym. <laughs> I can hear people grunting. I, like, can, I, hear, I heard someone say, can I rotate in? <laughs> yeah. You know for a fact nobody says that anywhere except Other for the, the gym. gym. Hey, man, I can get your spot. Excuse me? How do you... Do, okay, let's let's go into this sociopath's rest of his day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When she was, when she heard I was at the gym, she became pissed off. Her neighbor had just helped her, so I can't see what the problem is. The next night, I was exhausted after work. She wanted me to come and stay with her again. I have an mm-hmm. allergy that makes me tired when it flares up, so I just went home after <laughs> and stayed at mine and said, "First of all, I have never heard of an allergy like that's, that. <laughs> I have never I once say, in my life been like oh, some bullshit. Sorry, I'm allergic to cats." <sighs> So, oh, I'm sorry. No, it's probably like I'm allergic to beer and makes me sleepy. Like, what is this reaction what? I'm having? I must be allergic. Also, that's not that much of a response. I'm just like, <laughs> I get a little bit drowsy. And you know what? That's worse than your that's bad. surgery than your literal pain? surgery. She slept alone at her house and had to call a friend in the night to come and help her with the pain management. Now my girlfriend is hugely pissed off and thinks I have been no support. I told her it can't be her way all the time. And if she just came to stay with me, then I could have treated her like a queen. I don't see why her daughter hasn't helped her more. (laughs) Where she thinks I may be the asshole is because she thinks her recovery should be about what she wants, not what suits me. Where I may be the asshole is because I made my needs a priority over helping her after surgery. Oh, poor you. This person doesn't know what it means to be in a relationship. They they have not for an out for one second put themselves in her position being bedridden, babe. Why aren't you thinking about me and my gains? But but babe, think about my muscles and how much they're for you. 
I know you're in debilitating agony and you haven't gone to the bathroom in like six hours or whatever, but I was only at the gym for three. So like, what were you doing on the other three? I don't see what? your timeline, frankly, <laughs> doesn't even make sense. He's just, so he's just literally the definition of selfish. He literally said the definition of being a selfish. He, he even asshole. said he even at the top of the thing said, I live 50 minutes away, but that's not considered that far. So he's really even willing to admit that he's like, oh, yeah, I don't live that far away. Yeah, it's that he can't be bothered like, to drive, drive across town to see her. I would drop everything if somebody was like, I'm in pain and I like I need help. I would be like, cool, let's I'm, I'm in the car. Like, the right. fact that he was like, can you take a minute? How about mm, two hours? What? Babe. Get my reps in? Babe. <laughs> Babe. Oh, fuck. I hate, okay, yeah, this guy <laughs> is clearly the deep. worst. Yeah. He immediately, what a quick, I was I was wondering what it was going to be, and I I was right that it was going to be him somehow, like, just not, like, taking care of her properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was stupider than I thought it, it was going to be. Even I thought dumber. there was going to be... It, it was dumb as opposed to like malice or any like or it's, it's just sheer stupidity that people don't put two and two together and be like this is what being a relationship is usually the people that get me the mad the most anger are like you haven't thought about the other person for one second yeah for one it, second there is an entire contingent of humanity that is their own worst enemy yeah there i i heard a great <laughs> and they self-select uh, <laughs> it, it's like a i heard a very great description of hell of like um, the only people who stay in hell are people who don't realize that it was their fault that they're in there. Oh, like the people who ooh, are like, deep. it wasn't my fault. Like it was Couldn't like continues blaming Couldn't everyone. And it, I feel like that's I, on a less like <laughs> on a more literal level. These people are their own worst enemies because they're constantly so stupid and selfish that they piss everybody off and they go, <laughs> what? what, what, what I do? And it's like you did that. Like <laughs> you pour out. Of course it, it, that stupid. happened, but they just can't. Look past their own fucking nose, apparently. I've got another one for you here. It's entitled, Am I the asshole for not guaranteeing I can get up to go to Greece? Get up to go to Greece? Yes. Interesting. That will be... I know. I was a little confused, too. My partner has an opportunity to do business in Greece. His company Mm -hmm. is so keen that he goes that they've offered him to either give him a large bonus or pay for me to attend. He chose for me to go as well because we've never been abroad together. So mm-hmm. far, so good. We're doing great. Everybody gets to mm-hmm. go on a vacation. However, I just found out, the two the trip is two weeks from now, that I will have to leave the house by 8.15 a.m. in order to make the plane. Too much. Too much. <laughs> Too much. 8.15, throw it, it in the off. trash. Okay. You know, blow up the go. plane. I'm not oh, going to be on no. it. Oh, Lord. That's like, are you kidding? It's <laughs> like four in the morning <laughs> that's for me. The, that's the latest... Uh, or like that it that seems luxurious compared to some of the what a, what a lifestyle what a lifestyle yeah, what to a, be able to... that you could go to eight that's that's actually gonna probably be pricier than the ones i get which are at 3 a.m <laughs> time because that's <laughs> I, the only time they fly it continues i take medication each morning which makes me alert after i take it, it takes about 30 minutes or so but it also okay. makes me crash each night and i struggle to wake up the next day after a very deep sleep although ironically i can't stay awake through the day without it i'm dependent mm-hmm. on it and this medication and i have tried stop to stop taking it or just cut down, but suffered not only tiredness, but other side effects, which make me miserable and unable to function properly. I've said I hope to make to the trip, but I can't guarantee it. I don't want him to be panicked if I let him down last minute. I'd rather be pre- him be prepared that even if he tries hard be to wake me, I may not be ready on time. I often can't get it together enough to take the medication for a while as I'm exhausted. But once I take it, I'm very alert within half an hour. But I'll try to I'll try and do what I'll can, what I can. He he was so. What this person is saying is that they can't. Like, Are they taking cocaine? Like what? What medicine but, is this that? But they what, can't, that what, both what is it? What is like the double like, sword? Sword of like it gives you energy, but also makes you crap. Like I don't know. You're telling me that, that if your boyfriend thing? comes to your bedside, you have to leave by eight fifteen. Okay, so he comes to your bedside at say seven fifteen, and he has in his yeah. hand the pill and a cup of water. You can't be alert enough to take a sip of water and drink a pill. Like, yeah, that that's. So that you can go to Greece, something that you want to go do. What are you? Ta- what are you again, saying? This is this is a series of order of events of somebody who is. This is I'm going to give too much credit to how to quit bad habits, <laughs> but they are in their own. They they're in a habitual use of this weird thing that they think gives them more energy to like function. It's like it's like they placebo themselves like into it. it. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's and it's like just get some fucking caught like you gotta <laughs> like you're probably right to like be say like hey I shouldn't do this but also like part of the planning on going on a great trip is going hey this might be a risk how about I try to mitigate it by like cutting down beforehand on this medicine but this person was like I could do that or I could just not I could just sleep in and yeah. so they're willing to they're valuing their their night sleep over at a vacation which is a I, wild position to hold oh absolutely I'm I'm gonna. Hmm. I want to make some quick predictions. Uh huh. I don't think this person's going to uh, reimburse their their partner, uh-huh. the person they're going with. Uh huh. Um, I think they're going to also have no regrets, mm-hmm. even though they ruined the entire vacation. They're gonna. Uh, and what's what would be a good cherry on top? What really makes them the devil? <laughs> like, because that's that's the level. The devil, right? the devil like, would be them the insisting big... that they want to go and then not being ready in time and missing the plane. That would be the let's, devil yeah, moment. Let's, go, let's. I want to hear the rest of the story. Let's get right, right. into it. He was extremely upset and asked if he should cancel my ticket, which I said is his choice. I, I it's mm. your choice. Oh, it's on you. It's, you it's know on, what? It's on no. you. It's not if my you responsibility. You cancel. Listen, you can cancel. I get to be mad if you do it, but it's your choice. Listen, it's either cancel or I'm a little bit sleepy. And you, you know, what? we can't have and that. You choose, Spider Man. Okay, you so uh, <laughs> figure it out. Uh, he doesn't want this, but now says he feels I'm unreliable as a life partner, which really hurts. As I've been supported him through some really bad times, and he has always claimed to be grateful. I mean, yeah. That that's that's so vague that is nothing. Also, it's like it's like I helped him once with the dishes. It's complete whataboutism. Like, what about yeah. what about when I was? Yeah, I helped you. He was. He said he's gone from really looking forward to a romantic trip to seeing it as a sign of how little I care about him. My time management mm. is awful in general, but he has no idea how painfully tired I am when I wake up. I work from home and try to never make commitments before eleven a.m. How the fuck do you? Live. Uh, ooh, this person sounds like they're a child and are going to be in for a rude awakening when they realize the world doesn't revolve around them at 11 a.m. Wake up. 11 a.m. Do they? And but then they crash later. Like they don't go. Oh, I, I work into the night at least. They go. Oh, and then it gets to nighttime and I go night night. And then I don't I, think like, any. Crashed. I don't think any doctor is in the business of prescribing a medication that would make you sleep for more than say. Let's say. Let's say. 11 hours a day this right? is also just this is wild bullshit this is saying they're they like, saying they have a condition that is x right and they're taking medication that is y that right. it's like we can speculate if we want but it's like what the fuck like this is this feels weird something we've <laughs> never heard of before yeah uh i love him so much and i really do want a romantic getaway with him i just don't want to lie and be suddenly him see suddenly let down and although i can try uh Although I can try very hard, I can't be sure I'll make the plane. Am I the asshole? This is pre. Do they do an edit? Like to, to say like, oh, I didn't make the plane. Well, they do I, an edit. They do an edit. But that's not really an update. It's just that it says I am okay with him canceling. He just wants me. He just wants me to quote, just do it. I will try as hard as possible, but not be able to go. Uh, he doesn't want to break up or even just take someone else. He doesn't want to break up or even just someone else. It's like, so I can't make it the plane. So you want to break up or maybe uh, take, take your other <laughs> Our girlfriend? Our only option or... go on the plane. This is like a, a weird saw trap of a romantic comedy. You either break up. Like, you either get on this plane, we break up, or I take another woman, and then we end up breaking up anyway. Those are your options. And you got to choose. Listen, she's the villain in this rom-com. She's the one. She is. She's, she's the one who hates Christmas. I'm gonna go on the thing with. Yeah, this is. I empathize with the the boyfriend because he, because I could understand. Just like, hey, I understand that you get sleepy, but this is a. But I I would also say that it's maybe a little inconsiderate unless there's only one flight to like. If she says, "Hey, I'm not gonna be up," like I would probably look at later flights first. And be like, hey, can we transfer <laughs> to a different flight? As opposed to like, this is the ultimatum. Right. But it's also Jump, like, if it skip is the right one to flight, ultimative. Yeah. If it's like a one-way flight, then it's like, I would be like, this is not that much effort. Like, it's, the fact that you aren't putting in like, just the tiny bit, bit of effort. Like, I understand that it's hard for you to wake up, but this is so like, weird. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just so like, try a little harder. Take some ca- caffeine pills or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've got one last short one for you. Shorter one okay. for you. Yeah. Am I the asshole I didn't abandon my car in the middle of nowhere? 
When we moved across the country, I lost. I did most of the driving. My wife can drive but doesn't enjoy it as she gets very nervous on highways. She didn't mm-hmm. want to drive her in her car alone while I drove mine. Unfortunately, this meant that I had to leave my beloved antique car at a buddy's house. Our plan was, after we settled down in our new home, I would fly back and pick up the car. I'd take Route 66 back to my wife, take it slow, basically have a fun solo road trip, and see the sights like I always wanted to do without my <laughs> wife. That was the, my insult. She... She never wanted to see the world's biggest she rubber band ball. But she, <laughs> look at me now, honey. <laughs> look at me. I'm looking through the world's biggest kaleidoscope. Come on. <laughs> look at all these different shapes. <laughs> As luck would have it, the day after I started driving in my back in my car, my, my, mm-hmm. my wife calls me and says her doctor told her she's having an ectopic pregnancy and needs to get it taken care of right away. My wife is alone in a new state, so she's freaking out and wants me to come home ASAP. She wants me to find the nearest airport or something and just leave my car in the middle of nowhere, not even at a buddy's garage like it was before. (laughs) <laughs> it's not how that would work i like that you just throw an <laughs> excuses immediately like oh so you want me to just th- firebomb my car and <laughs> fly on it it's like no you just <laughs> so you, you want me to places. shift into park unbelievable request how could you even say i that? can't believe this yeah i asked my wife if me being there would really make a difference and she said no the procedure she had to have was pretty simple and she wouldn't even need be need to be admitted to the hospital so I said I'll be there soon and she could just do uh, what her doctor told her, get it handled and not stress out too much. She said, okay. Okay. First of all, th- your wife is being extremely accommodating for you on your yeah. vacation. Vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I got home so maybe. So far this, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, once again, I'm waiting for the devil moment because I'm uh-huh, like, this, the feels, devil moment. this is maybe like a kind of a, like for him to be like, oh, do I really? But it's also like I could see it from his perspective if he's in the middle of like a, a whole thing being like, I mean, if it, I, it is like, it is almost rude to ask, but it is also like one of those things of like, I'm in the middle of something. It's <laughs> just having emergency surgery though. Yeah, like, that's also, yeah. It's your wife. It's one of those. In a new, and he says in a new state where she knows no one. Like. I think the the barrier would be like, do you want me to be there? If if it's important enough for you for me to be there, I will do it. I think the level. Also, he so says that. that it's a day after he started driving back, so presumably he could turn around. He could turn around. That's also he could turn day. around. <laughs> like he's he's like, you want me one to day out in my car, and I'm like, you could probably just turn. You around. could just like, leave it back at your buddy's garage if that's really what you're hung up about. So yeah. he says, I got home maybe two or three weeks later. Like I said, weeks. this drove. Like I said, this road was a dream of, dream of mine, so I made some stops to see the sights along the way. He literally was like world's Smelling largest rubber band ball. Like, yeah, he was. He was chilling out in each of these oh places. My goodness. I did call my wife regularly almost every night, but ever since I came home, my wife has been acting really cold. I guess she's mad because I, I wasn't here when she started and she had to go through she had to go through something. Uh, something. Ugh. I yeah, did. That, I, 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 I get she it. Went through something, I guess. She's. A, he says, I get it, but I did ask her beforehand, and she said it was okay. Yeah, because you were probably making such a fucking stink about it, and mm. like, what am I supposed to do with the car, huh? You tell yeah. me that, huh? And I wouldn't even have had to get the car if she'd be willing to drive her own car by herself in the first place. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that he's just like, and at the end, it was her fault. And also, anyway, you was you the whole time. Two or three weeks is the is the am I the devil Two moment? Two or three, weeks. yeah, that's the the absolute devil moment because it's also the the fact because he was so early into the journey that is like imagine Frodo not even out of the Shire when it's like <laughs> Mister. Mr. Frodo, like, you need to come back. Like, and he's just like, you know what? I got to get to Mordor and back. Can we do, can I actually do this? What thing am I supposed I to leave the ring on the ground? Back? It's not even in my buddy's place. Come on. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> that is absolutely the devil moment. Ugh. Yeah. These well, are, I, and also, we got, we don't have to say, give our ratings of if they're the asshole. They're, they're literally they are the thing that's they're like, the they're so 100%. far that they're the devil. Yes. Like, <laughs> they're the devil. Well, I hope you can brighten up our day and not be the devil in your next segment, maybe? You know what I'm going to say to lead us into the segment? Mm-hmm. Life finds a way. I don't like where this is going already. Life prevails. Uh-huh. Life is wonderful, and uh-huh. it will continue as long as uh, 
we have the willpower. Or not, I, um, I mean, not technically we, but a specific creature okay. has the willpower to live. Now, this is a Wikipedia historian uh-huh. about Mike the Headless Chicken. Mike the Headless Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah. How does it eat? <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll get into all of this. So Mike the Headless Chicken, who I absolutely love that they give the specific day that he was born and the specific day that he Very died. Very good. And the day he kicked it. Like he's fucking George Washington. April 20th, 1945 to March 17th, 1947. Wow. Was a male Wyandotte uh, chicken that lived for 18 months. After his head had been cut off. Oh, my God. What? After the loss of his head, Mike achieved national fame until his death on March of 1947. <laughs> you think he was aware of his national fame without his head? He's like, <laughs> yes, think he was the aware good of a lot people of, of Omaha. Thank you for coming out to see me today. <laughs> I, I don't think he could see them. I don't think he could hear them. Uh in F- Fruta, Colorado, an annual Mike the Headless Chicken Day is held every May. So that's just kind of the, oh, the recap. Cute. So let's let's get to the beheading. <laughs> the fact that there's an entire segment <laughs> that is like called the, the beheading. beheading. <laughs> uh, on September 10th, 1945, farmer Lloyd Olson of Fruta, Colorado was planning to eat supper with his mother-in-law and was sent out to the yard by his wife to bring back a chicken. Olson chose a five and a uh, half month old Wyandotte chicken named Mike. The axe removed the bulk of the head, but missed the jugular vein, leaving one ear and most of the brainstem intact. What a uh, ear? D- wow. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy. And, and like bird ears are really just like a hole. It's like it's not. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, despite Olson's attempt to behead Mike, the chicken was still able to balance on a perch and walk clumsily. He attempted to preen, oh, no, peck for food, thing. and crow, <laughs> though with limited success. What does that mean I'm, to crow without a head? The, well, with limited success, so it was probably the most terrifying <laughs> oh, sound no. you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> like from a neck, just like a oh, howl. God. His crowing, speaking speaking of which, consisted of a gurgling sound made in his throat. When Mike did not die, Olsen instead decided to care for the bird. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen, just finish the you're job, a survivor. Dude. Yeah, I, I'm going to say. I That's like the worst humanitarian him. choice. Uh, <laughs> he fed it a mixture of milk and water via, via an eyedropper and gave it small grains of corn and worms. <laughs> you know what? I think instead of dinner, I'll commit to having a shitty pet that's very high maintenance. <laughs> this is a bad pet. This but is a bad what? pet. It got fame because that's the next section. Once his fame had been established, Mike began a career of touring sideshows in the oh company God. of such other anomalies as a two-headed baby. What? Which is wait? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to hear so, about that. So imagine going to a, a fucking circus show and being like, "This chicken has no heads. This child has more two than two heads, more than that has to have. <laughs> Look at how plus the or average minus number, heads we have. Come on down and see. The average number of heads we have is totally normal. <laughs> but it, it's a high. It's it's like one high of those variance, statistical though. things. Yeah, high variance. <laughs> <laughs> the average does not tell the whole picture. Now, does it? Uh, so he was uh, next to those two had a baby. He was also photographed for dozens of magazines and papers, and was featured in Time and Life magazines. Mike- <laughs> our our man of sexiest man of the year for Time magazine <laughs> this year is No Headed Chicken. Well, his his other name, by the way, was Miracle Mike. A little <laughs> fun thing. He's a little miracle. The most Mike- famous thing ever named Mike. Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is I, pretty the fact that you went, wait, what? <laughs> when you first heard about this, and you've heard of the, the I'm, I don't know, Michael Jordan. Um, but anyway, so he was photographed in dozens of magazines and papers and would feature in Time and Life. Mike was put on display to the public for admission cost of 25 cents, the equivalent of $3 in 2021. At the height of the his do popularity. Think, do you think yeah? if you were driving down the down the road... Hmm. And it said, "Come see the headless chicken." Three dollars. You'd you'd pull over. Oh fuck! Mm. You think you'd pull over for that? Three dollars. No, it's not enough. 
because it's the time commitment I'm actually more worried about. I would have really? to pull in. I would have to give them like, and then I would see. I because I imagine you can probably imagine exactly what this looks like. Would you like to see a picture of Mike? Please, the yes. Chicken? I mean, I, of course, right? That's the whole appeal. Yeah, I don't even but have to pay three dollars exactly, to see it. Listeners, the, I know this is an audio thing. The, he looks exactly how you imagine. Yep, um, so, that's pretty yeah. much it, isn't it? <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty much it. Just a, it is literally it's a whole just chicken a ch- without a head. Yeah, it's just a chicken. It doesn't look head. like it would should be alive, but it what looks do I like know? It, it has a little bit more neck than usual. It seems like the guy um, who was trying to behead it for his dinner did a real shit job. I think he was a bad farmer, or maybe yeah. didn't like his mother in law. Maybe he's like mad at the mother in law. I know. Like, I'll she's do, always yeah. yelling at me, always saying that my chicken pot pie is bad. <laughs> oh, this one's not going to the pie. This one's defective. Uh, <laughs> So at the height of his popularity, the chicken owner earned forty five hundred dollars per month, the equivalent wow. of fifty or fifty four thousand six hundred dollars in twenty twenty one. What? So literally a full salary. What? Oh, this <laughs> like, chicken! Oh my god! Uh, Mike was valued at ten thousand dollars, equivalent to a hundred twenty one. Oh my god! In twenty twenty one. So that's his height. But then he, as all things do, comes to his death. Fall from grace. In March of 1947, I mean, death is technically a, the biggest fall of grace of all. Um, at a hotel in Phoenix, Arizona, I do love that he's like in a hotel and I imagine that he has like a little <laughs> sheets like, over him and he's like, room he's in service. His <laughs> uh, Mike it's started like a, choking. It's like a cucumber slice over his neck hole. He's got this whole spot treatment. <laughs> Keeps it moisturized. Uh, so... So he was on a stopover while traveling back from tour. Mark Mike started choking in the middle of the night. He had managed to get a kernel of corn in his throat. Oh no! I'm honestly I'm surprised that this didn't happen earlier. The Olsons had inadvertently left their feeding and cleaning syringes at a sideshow the day before and were and were unable to save Mike. Olson claimed that he had sold the bird off, resulting in stories of Mike still touring the country as late as 1949. So <laughs> he just was like, he's still alive, everybody. He's <laughs> Nothing to see here. They just got a little puppet of a, like a headless chicken. And they're like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> see, he's good. <laughs> Trying to wake into Bernie's a chicken. Yeah, <laughs> which is probably pretty easy. Uh, other sources say that the chicken's severed trachea could not properly take in enough air to be able to breathe, and he therefore choked to death in the motel. So the explanation of the, this is what we're all really, really looking for. Explanation of the case. It was determined that the axe had missed the jugular vein and a clot had prevented Mike from bleeding to death. Ooh. So literally like a one in a million chance. Wow. Although most of his head was severed, most of his brainstem and one ear were left on the body. Since basic functions, breathing, heart rate, etc., as well as most of the chicken's reflex actions are controlled by the brainstem, Mike was able to re- remain quite healthy. This is a good example of central motor, motor generators enabling basic homeostatic functions to be carried out in the absence of higher brain centers. So basically, like, your brain will still work even if it has mm. doesn't have all of its parts, which is crazy. Hmm. Um in addition, birds possess a secondary balance organ in their pelvic region, the lumbosacral organ. That's I I got that in one take, and I can't oh, do like the hey, last names half the time. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Which controls walking locomotion, vert- uh, virtually independent from the uh, vestibular organ involved in flight. So like he couldn't fly, but birds don't. Uh, chickens don't fly. So he's mm. good. Uh, this has been used to explain how a headless chicken can walk in balance despite the destruction of most of the cranial vestibular system. Uh, now, the question is, would you like to hear about Mike Day? Mike the Headless Chicken Day? Please tell me. Uh, it So in the third weekend of May, starting in 1999, the events held include the 5K run like a headless chicken race, <laughs> the like egg toss. <laughs> the egg toss, the quote, pin the head on the chicken, and the chicken cluck off, and chicken bingo. In excuse, me, what's chick- a, excuse me, what's a chicken? <laughs> what's a chicken cluck off? Got to do is that? Is that you? There it is. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's humans or like if it's like the. Have you ever seen the the video of the? Uh, it's like the Oklahoma or someplace uh, husband calling contest. Mm-hmm. 
where it's <laughs> the person Gary, who won. Yeah, Gary, the, the, Gary, the, Gary, Gary. The woman who won is a cartoon. She's just screeching, woman, old lady. She's yes. just yeah, like just the perfect. And she also had the voice of it. Um, so <laughs> in Chicken Bingo, in which chicken droppings on a numbered grid chose the numbers. So they had <laughs> chickens shit on a grid, and they oh, went, no. that's what we're going to make. That's what with. it is. Mike the Heckless Chicken was an inspiration for the poultry-themed comedy punk band, the Radioactive Chicken Heads, serving as the subject of their <laughs> 2008 song, Headless Mike, for which a music video was filmed. Huh. Uh, so that's a, and the band also features a Headless Mike puppet, which it frequently used in its live shows. <laughs> so uh, the legacy of Mike the Chicken lives on. But this podcast episode isn't going to live on. It does on. not we're live on. We're cutting the head off of it now. And we're going to do we're going to do the job right this time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Segment City. If you have any segments that you want to send it to us, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter, Segment City. Our YouTube is Segment City. And look, give us a rating, give us a review on your podcast network of choice. And also, we'd like to give a big thank you to someone in particular. Thank you to Rachel Robeson. She does our intro music, and she has other hot jams you can find across the the internet, the web, wherever you get stream your music. Ooh. Now, this is I the, have a way to you end. have. I you, have the ending. Yeah, it's me. We're going to iwaspoison.com. I have. A I'm also there. <laughs> I have a gem for you. This one is from six days ago in Silver Spring, Maryland, and it's from Panera Bread. After ordering online from Panera Bread, I received my order, which was the cheese pizza and the Asian sesame chicken salad. After eating a few slices of the pizza, I just decided <laughs> to eat my salad, and as soon as Thanks I started to get slightly full, I stopped and just started throwing up back into the container my salad <laughs> came in, oh my and God. it was nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're eating a salad and at some point you're like, I guess I'll just. I like that she had the thought of, I'm slightly full. That was the moment that she was like, time to get rid of it. Now I'm feeling lightheaded and my stomach is upset. And she posted three pictures, one of which is the salad container, one of which is the receipt. And the other one is the container full of her vomit. Oh my god. Thanks, lady. (laughs) Thanks, lady. And this one has 5.3 thousand hearts. Holy uh, shit. We hope you don't do anything of that caliber. Please don't send us gross pictures. There are times that you and I uh, have synchronicities, and this Uh is one of them because I was also on iwasapoison.com. Gonna do that as the outro. And I just wanted to do a real quick one before. Do a quick one. And we're just gonna you know what? And we're gonna we're going to just cut after this. Uh-huh. I'm going to say the thing. Uh-huh. Say it. McDonald's. Chimin discrots Beretier, France. Severe diarrhea. <laughs> two hours after eating a fish burger. Symptoms diarrhea. <laughs>